0: everybody. I hope you're having a great day. I am Dr. Heather Moore, owner of total performance physical therapy. We are discussing what is the best shoe for running when you have back pain. So obviously I have to put a little caveat on this. Um, if you have back pain and you are continuing to run, that's not a problem. However, you should be seeking treatment for that back pain. You don't want to continue. It's not a no pain, no gain situation. Um, if it's just a kink and it goes away, great. But if you're someone who continuously runs and has pain while you're running or back pain while you're running, not something to be ignored. It can lead to a lot of problems like a herniated disc, like weakness, like foot drop, meaning like you can't even pick your foot up. It's going to drag. So not something to be ignored, not something to say, I'm just going to put a new pair of shoes on and forget about it. Although a new pair of shoes may actually help alleviate it. We're going to go over why, but if you do that and you switch it up still doesn't work. and You're still running with back pain. Don't ignore it. It will get worse. Don't throw a hot pack on it. Think it's going to get better. Don't take some Advil and push through it. You need to address why you're having that back pain. So make sure that you're not just addressing it in just little pieces, meaning you're just going to put some new shoes on, or you're just going to take a two day break and not run. And then next time you get back on, it's going to hurt some more. Really address the situation, figure out what's going on. Make it, make it feel better. So shoes, super important for running. I know everyone would like to go to Kohl's and buy the $30 pair of shoes and be done with it. And that's really not how it works. And it's it's really can be detrimental to you to do that. And it is, it is if you're going to take up the sport of running, the one thing you have to do is go to a running store and get fitted for a proper running shoe. And there's no way around it it's really important. I'm going to show you the things that we're going to look for, uh, when you go and it's really important that you get the correct shoe to fit your foot. And I'm actually going to show you why. So let's start by just kind of taking off my shoe here. So there are basically three types of shoes. You have a support shoe, you have a neutral shoe and you have a cushion shoe. That's very basic and very general. There's a lot more to it than that, but just for a, a Facebook live, YouTube video, that's how we're gonna do it. So you have a support shoe, a neutral shoe, and a um uh yeah, and a cushion shoe. So for me, I have a very flat foot if you can tell. So there's no arch. If I turn to the side, I have no arch on my foot. It never developed. I have no arch. I have an extremely flat foot. So for someone like me, I have to wear a stability shoe. Now, how do I know that? Because I've been fitted and they've seen how I walk. So a lot of times. When you require a stability shoe, you are what we call an overpronator. You, your foot comes in too much and everything collapses. You tend to be a little bit more of an overpronator when you don't have an arch because you're naturally built this way. So let's look at this. If I were to run in uh, a neutral shoe or shoe without support, or even running these flats that I'm standing in, this is what's going to happen either I'm going to strike at my heel or my midfoot. And we're not going to discuss heel strike right now or foot strike or anything. Okay. But it doesn't matter where I strike because the minute my foot lands, my foot rolls in and there goes my knee. There goes my hip. There goes my back. Yes. Gross exaggeration of exactly what happens, but this is what happens every single time you run. So every footstep you do, you're going to roll, you're gonna roll on the inside, and then this is gonna collapse, and this is gonna collapse, and then you're gonna go up to that, which is probably why you're having foot pain. Now, if you get a stability shoe like I need, I get an arch, and what happens is when I go to put my foot down and I run, this stays neutral, and this stays in the correct alignment, and I don't wind up collapsing, and I don't wind up doing this every step of the way. IT band tendonitis, this is why. Okay. Really important to understand the foot mechanics, the biomechanics that go into it. That's why I said, going and having somebody watch you walk, going and having somebody look at your foot, figure out what shoe you need is really, it is the whole gist of running. All right. So that's, that's when you're looking at more of a stability shoe. Let's talk about if you have a high arch. So what happens when you have a high arch is generally you don't have a lot of cushion in your foot. Your foot's designed to do about two things. It's going to be either a sti- It's going to have a lot of stability or it's going to have a lot of cushion. So if you have a flatter foot, you have a lot of cushion, meaning you're able to absorb a lot of shock, but if you have a, uh, a higher arch, like you have a very high arch, you tend not to be able to have that much cushion. You have a much more stable foot, but you don't have a lot of cushion. So instead of having that padding that runs through and absorbs some of that force, your, your foot just sends it right up the chain. So every time you step, it's like, you're just slamming your foot on the ground because it your foot doesn't have the ability to move correctly in order to absorb the shock up the chain, a stability, a shock absorption shoe or a shoe for someone with a higher arch that doesn't pronate a whole lot is going to be a little bit softer. It's going to be a little bit more cushioned. And these are the shoes that people tend generally like to buy because they feel better right off the get-go because they're cushiony, they're clouds, but this is more for somebody who has an extremely high arch that's missing that shock absorption piece. Now you do have a neutral shoe. That's for someone who's kind of in the middle. They have a good arch, decent, they have some stability, but they need just some support and some shock absorption. So Again, it's really important to understand that there's those three general types of shoes that you want to buy when you're looking to purchase a running shoe. Now specific types. Let's talk about that. I hate Nikes. Don't ever buy Nikes if you're a runner. I know there's, there's people out there that are going to yell at me and I'm not talking about track shoes. Like that's a whole different ballgame. I'm talking about your road running, things like that. Nike really does not make a good shoe. I'm sorry. I haven't found one that I've liked. I haven't found one that I think they've really done a really good job on. Research and development marketing, they're the best at research and development, not so sure. Um, so you want to make sure that you, I, I would avoid the Nikes, um, Brooks, new balance, Asics, Saucony. I think those are kind of your four really good running shoes and they all make shoes in each separate category that are really good in the stability in the neutral and in the shock absorption category. So, I think either any of those are going to be good. Hokas, I don't really have an opinion on them. People love them. I think it's walking on a platform shoe. I did it for a day. It hurt my knee. It hurt my back. Um, I really need a more stability shoe, and I don't find they're the greatest stability shoe. I know people who run in them and they swear by them. I'm not going to argue. If you have no pain, you want to continue to do that, go ahead. But I'm just specifically addressing those runners with pain that have that back pain. When they run, it is really important that you get the right shoe on top of the right shoe. You need to be doing your foam rolling. You need to be doing your strengthening, but a shoe plays a major role in your foot and how your foot reacts to the ground plays a major role in your knee and your hip. You want to replace your shoe about every 300 miles. Your shoe will most likely not show anywhere and you will need to replace it. The inside of that shoe will break down before it will ever show visible wear on the outside. My shoes look brand new at 300 miles. A lot of times I'm running on the tread right now, so they don't really show anywhere. Um, and I run hard and I run, um, and I run in stability shoes and I have a wear pattern that's atrocious, but you can't tell it because every 300 miles I'm changing shoes. And if I don't change shoes at 300 miles, I start to get shin splints. Like if I start to feel shin splint, I know I, I've messed up and I went over my mile So really important to track how many miles you're doing on your shoe, track uh, when you need to replace that shoe and making sure you're doing it and not waiting to look at the bottom. I can't say how many times people come in here and look at the bottom of the shoe and be like, it's totally fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not when the shoe breaks down. The shoe breaks down internally first, before you ever see it. So that's kind of a quick and easy rundown on what shoe is the best for you, when you are running with back pain, but honestly, go get yourself fitted at a running store. Do not try and buy these off of Amazon. It's not gonna work, and, and you're gonna wind up frustrated and possibly buy the wrong shoe. And if you get the wrong shoe, you're really doing yourself a disservice and you're not helping yourself out. If you or someone you know is suffering from pain and wants a free consultation with one of our doctors of physical therapy, all you have to do is call our office at 215 997 9898, and we'd be happy to get you in. Thanks and have a good night.